Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. It is our officially our GOAT, our MJ, our LeBron episode, episode 23. I'm Antonio Perez, joined by my co-host, Daniel Cole. We have a, a lot to talk about this episode. Uh, this is actually our second take of the episode, so I told Danny and I just clear our mind of whatever we talked about earlier. Um, it was a lot going on with an with audio mess, but hopefully y'all can hear us. And yeah. Uh, we're here to get down to business. We have a lot of stuff to talk about. Summer League, uh, Chet Holmgren and, and Keegan Murray are looking amazing. Uh, we're doing a Take the Skyline segment, this time AFC running backs, but I think you all know who the top two of the mountains going to be. Um, we're going to be predicting our NFC divisional winners, um, and we're going to be talking KD and Kyrie. Do they have, should they get new homes? Where should they go? Or should they just simply run it back? As two of the 15 best players on the planet. Um, and of course, we're going to be talking a lot of goats. We're going to be talking about a lot of goats. Before we get into any of that, Danny, how are you doing today? It's a great night. A hockey game earlier. We won in overtime again. Um, it's a great night. Um, I think there's a lot to talk about and go from there. Well, I'll get it kicked off with our. Uh, summit and plummet. I'm going to go for my summit right now. It's really kind of controversial, but let me explain. The Brooklyn Nets are my summit. And the reason I say this is because the ball is really in their court. Do they want to enter a full rebuild and trade KD and Kyrie and get the picks? They could run it back and just hold them hostage, and then they're going to either have to play or sit out. I mean, the ball is I mean, they, they could sit court. out. I think it's I think it's actually the opposite, but uh, I think the ball is in Brooklyn's court. Um, I don't think it is though, in, because in that they they're gonna get s- at least some return, and if they want to enter that full rebuild, and hey, we don't think our roster is built to even. If they trade these two guys, their roster, aside from TJ Warren, bubble god, is just built to lose, and it, which is fine because then you. Actually, I don't know if it's that fine because the the Rockets have their picks. Um, so they kind of want to be. They got some picks back from Philly, but I mean, I don't think the ball is in their court because this is a this as any this is the most player driven league um, possible, and I think especially when you're uh, maybe Kyrie, um, you're not going to get like the historic package that you're looking for. Um, but KD, you might K- KD, you're gonna get a historic package, and if you don't deal them now, then you're definitely not gonna get that good of a package later. Um, I think the Warriors really have the best package for him. It's crazy. I th- I would disagree. I think the Suns do. Um, but my my summit is um 
My summer hat is is Chet Holmgren, and in the fact, uh, obviously, actually, the summer game, uh, summer league tonight, he was actually getting pretty bullied on the post. So maybe this is aging poorly, or I'm just jumping the gun. But I'm glad he had a good first game, and he absolutely needed it because if not, just like tonight, he's he's gonna get absolutely like destroyed on Twitter, and um, yeah. But it's good that he came out had a good first game. Uh, he needed it. Uh, Keegan Murray is also one of my plummets. I would say those two are my plummets. They come out. They've had a great summer league so far. Um, yeah, I, I think I rock with them too. Two guys who are, who got a lot of pressure on them because one was simply just confident and the other one was drafted by the Kings. And when you're drafted by the Kings, you have some pressure even though things don't usually work out. So those are my guys. Those are my picks for summits. And right back to you for, for the plummets. So my plummet is so it's a cool little story. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup last week, and obviously, I don't know if you know the tradition, but the Stanley Cup is delivered each week to a different player's house, right? They delivered the Stanley Cup to the wrong house, so <laughs> the, the plummet goes to the delivery guy uh, who delivered the Stanley Cup to the wrong house. Um, He's low-key a win, though. I mean, a random guy just has the Stanley Cup in his house. Yeah, he got interviewed. Uh, well, it was to the na- the neighbor. They interviewed the neighbor, and he's just like, some guy knocked on my door and was like, do you want the Stanley Cup? And he's like, uh, sure. I, I, I mean, I'm not a big hockey guy, but I think if someone came up to my house and was like, you want the Vince Lombardi trophy? I'm like, Oh uh, yeah, sure. I I guess. Yeah, the, the player it. involved was a. Uh, I'll Gabriel hold it Lanskog. ransom. He, he was I'll the hold captain. Until I get. He was the captain of the team, and they delivered it to the wrong house. That's the even. That's what makes it the L. If um, I was a person, I'm holding it ransom until I get 100 Bitcoin. That's a lot of money. It is. I know that. I'm holding it ransom. Um. Yeah, my 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 plummet is the opposite of yourself. I think it's the Brooklyn Nets. They have no leverage in any trade they want to make. If they hold this out any longer, and these dudes do end up sitting out, which is hopefully you don't want to see that. But if they do, then your trade their trade value lowers and lowers and lowers because that's what people do when you get bored and you haven't seen someone play in a while. Um, you start to question it a little bit, but uh, we we already went over that. So nevertheless, we can, we, yeah, we can we can uh move on of course now like we said earlier this is episode 23 our mj episode what would it be episode 23 if we don't talk about michael jordan and he as he is the latest legends edition athlete cover for nba 2k 23 it's only right i think it should have been him or LeBron, him and lebron but i get it check that check the sticker career. on the mirror behind you man right there little jump man that's him come on man um so what me and Danny are going to do for this MJ and 2K segment is we're going to be list we're going to be going over our personal top five 2Ks of all time and then our favorite Michael Jordan moment. I think we'll start with our 2Ks. Um, my no my number five is 2K14. Um, I thought it was really dope. Um, that that was just. That was just a game I remember playing. I I actually had fun with it. Um, My number four would be 2K16, which is kind of... Some people would think that's low. Uh, I did enjoy 2K16, but it's not better than the other three. 
I have 2K12 at my number three. That was the 2K that kind of got me to like just buy the game every year. Uh, like I, I did buy it every year already. But 2K12, man, you had the Jordan challenges. And then instead of like the rookie showcase, you had like the uh, like those three games of blue and white squads. And I, I just thought it was really dope. Uh, I remember I'd always have my guy rocking the Dwight Howard double double Adidas sleeves. Um, yeah, that went that went uh, that game was very good. Um, my number two, me and Danny used to play it all the time. Two K seventeen, I believe. Yeah, two K seventeen. It was eighteen. I think it was eighteen. Who did I? I played. I played seventeen with Jacob and uh, someone else, but. Yeah, so 17, I could easily make a go kiss, but this is the last 2K I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, the playlist was fire. We had pick up the phone. Uh, on a Tuesday, we had Recognized by Drake and P&D. The, the playlist was fire. And, of course, we all know the GOAT 2K. 2K11, it could do no wrong. And 2K23 is practically going to be a remastered version 2k11 i will be investing even though this is a horrible game i will be investing um i don't want to be the bummer of the group but hopefully i want to get lots of runs hopefully streaming and we can we can get into streaming and all that but those are my top five 2ks of all time and for me two it's kind of hard uh i'll work reverse number one i also got 2k11 just NBA challenges, you know that was the best game. Mm-hmm. Number two, glad they're bringing those back. I'm gonna rock out with 2K16. Um, that's that's a that's a good pick. I feel like mine is a little bit of the unpopular one um, to have it so low. Yeah, that that's just that that was the game. Um, at three. I'm gonna go two K seventeen. I that was my league really just took the next step. Um, you just felt like the game took it the next step, and it's just something you need when you're in that type of game. At four, I'm gonna rock out with two K twenty one. Really. Um, I think the addition of the city mode for the next gen console was really cool. Um, obviously, it wasn't like down to what it should be, but it was like the innovation of it itself kind of moved it on. Yeah. And F five, um, I'm a rock guy with two K. Did I say fourteen yet? No, you didn't. 14. That was AD and all them, right? It was, I believe it was... Who's 14? No, LeBron was 14. I LeBron was 14. Yes, he was. That yeah. was LeBron, yeah. 13 was Blake, I believe, Blake D. Rose and AD. No, AD? I don't know. Might have been. Or AD might have been a cover for... Oh, now, but before we move on to any MJ topics, were you a Sunset, were you a sunset Beach... Rivet City or an old city guy? Sunset Beach all the way. I was a Rivet City. I was from the trenches. I earned my stripes. Um, 
that was super cool. That that's like I hope that's something they bring back because you know guys like to oh wait, which city are you from oh that shit's ass and yeah I just hope you can switch in between without you know having to make a new guy or whatever. Uh, now the uh, love talking two K. Hopefully we can get back into it uh, next year when it's actually good. Uh, Michael Jordan, arguably the greatest athlete of all time, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. Some of the most iconic moments in sports. Danny, what is your favorite Michael Jordan moment? I'll go next, but you have to go first on this one. My favorite Michael Jordan moment has got to be Jazz playoffs. Game six, push off. Push off. Well, still didn't no count. push oh. off. Wasn't called, so I guess it wasn't. I, it, <laughs> I mean, uh, it wasn't called, so I guess was it wasn't. No, there was no PI called against. Uh, Nicole Ruby Coleman, so there's no PI. Yeah, exactly. You can call it a missed PI call, but uh, who can? Nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. One thing I will say as a knock on Jordan's legacy is that they literally had def- illegal defensive scheme as a foul call. If you were in some defensive scheme for too long, it would be. Oh, yeah. Foul. If you ran like a zone double. It'd be like a violation. Yeah, that, that was crazy. But that's it, what he did. That's mind. what he did to the league. That's what he did. Um, my favorite, my favorite Michael Jordan moment, um, is not really on the court. It's so when he was recording Space Jam, uh, he would bring in. I, everyone knows the story. He'd bring in like elite guys, like Charles Barkley. He'd bring in like. Larry Johnson, he brought in all the dudes, Muggsy, and they would run full court, you know, like during the breaks and stuff, keep him in shape because he was about to return and he'd bust their ass. Charles Barkley's on record for saying, I wish I never went because it only made him better. And which it did. The guy won 72 games with him, Scotty, Dennis, Steve Kerr, um, and they pulled off the greatest season of all time. To this day, the greatest season of all time because 73... Seventy-three and nine, no ring, can't be better than seventy-two and ten with that ring. So, and ring. his favorite moment, the one for six. My favorite moment, the greatest season or the runs to lead to the greatest season uh, of all time, Michael Jordan's career. Uh, the, episode twenty-three, man, we're here. Uh, it's fun talking two K. It was a little nostalgic, uh, but we got to move on. We're going to move on to our Take the Skyline segment of AFC running backs. Um, we're going to do a little tournament format. So the winner of the North Division will face the South Division, and then East will face West, and then the final two will meet up. We When we were looking at this, AFC is so stacked. It is so stacked with running backs that when we, we'll start with the NFC North. Najee Harris, who uh, we both think could crack, AFC North. crack yeah, the top AFC 10. North. I said NFC. Yeah, you said NFC. Um, huh. Well, uh, Najee Harris isn't in the NFC North, the AFC North. Um, run, Najee Harris, a running back who some believe is top 10 or could crack top 10 this year. He's the third not, best two, in the AFC North. It's, it's crazy. Exactly. He's, and and J.K. Dobbins could – I mean, he hasn't been healthy, but we know he's really good when he's healthy as well. And these guys don't even crack the top two finalists for that division to move on to the next round. There's Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. I think me and Danny both know. It's not really a debate on this one. It's Chubb. Nick Chubb run. 
Chubba Hubba. He's moving on to the next round. AFC South, probably the toughest one that we're going to have to do. We have King Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, who me and Danny both have as the one and two best backs in the NFL. Um, if you're looking at the best back duo, it's got to be in Jacksonville, but come on now. like Yeah, I mean, ETN and then James Robinson. I mean, that, I mean it's in the running for best in the division. Not even. I think it, uh, Indianapolis just has like a bunch of horses. That, oh, not even. No pun intended. Crazy. Yeah, I was yeah. saying no pun intended, but yeah, they got uh, they got horses up there. But Henry and Taylor, I believe we do have different opinions on this one. I like Derrick Henry more. He hasn't done enough to lose his throne in my eyes, but Jonathan Taylor is certainly on uh, on so, his tail. I agree. He hasn't done anything to lose his throne. I'm predicting Derrick Henry have not what he's done in the past. I think he'll still have over a thousand yards, but I think he'll have like 1100 to 1200. Um, he looks slow in the playoff game. I still will put Derrick Henry just because he hasn't done anything to actually lose his spot, but it's understandable. Jonathan Taylor is taking his throne soon to come as long as he doesn't get hurt. Knock on wood. So in this tournament fashion, since we disagree, they both move on to the next round in this situation. Yeah. In this situation. But moving on to the AFC East, it's not really stacked division of running back. Um, Damian Harris, Raheem Mostert. Uh, we're, we're not we're, we're not really Brees working Hall. with a lot. Brees Hall, games. Michael Carter. Uh, due, due to his unplay, he hasn't played yet. We won't put him in. That's severely unfair. Unless this was like Todd Devin Early Singletary when he was coming and in. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. They can get work, but they're not top in the division. I think me and Daddy. Uh, Ken, I think we can go with Raheem Mostert uh, just simply because of the resume in that playoff game he has and mm-hmm. his work with the Niners. I think Agreed. that's a fair one. And, and finally, guy. the AFC West has very underrated running backs simply because they're overshadowed by these star-powered flamethrowers at quarterback. Um, Josh Jacobs, uh, Javante yeah, Williams, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Um, I know it's not some good guys. Ronald uh, Jones is uh, there. Um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not guys. my pick, but uh, I think I go with Austin Eckler. He's a fantasy demon. He's think, actually just really yeah, good in is, real life. He is um, the fantasy demon. Two tutties. But uh, <laughs> Javante Williams, um, I think it's, it's kind of like Javante is in that. Jonathan Taylor role where he could take that spot from the West from Eckler. Like I'll do a little year. bit of what you, I'll do a little bit of what you did with Jonathan Taylor, Derek Henry. Javante Williams will end up taking the spot full time and he'll show he's the best back in this Yo, He is a bowling ball. He you yeah. can't tackle that man solo. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, so on the Vertical side of things, we have Nick Chubb versus Jonathan Taylor and or Derrick Henry. We have Raheem Mostert versus Javante Williams and or Austin Eckler. Uh, we'll start with Mostert versus the Westbacks. I think either the Westback clears on this one. Uh, Javante Williams is going clear. to be he's going to be absolute star once he starts to get all the carries and pulls away from the rest of the committee. Austin Eckler. 
you know, pre the pass yeah. game. Yeah. He and then the other side of things for Justin uh, Herbert. The other side of things is a three-way fight between what we believe are the three best backs in football, but I do believe Henry and Taylor just got it a little bit more than than. And I'm going to disagree with you. I think Nick Chubb is the guy over here. I think Nick Chubb takes it. You think Nick Chubb is the best back in the league? I think Nick Chubb is the best back in the league. No, it might be I, different I, than my running backs list from a couple weeks ago, but I I don't think that's crazy though. I don't, the I don't more I watch so. of Nick Chubb, the more I realize that he is Javante Williams with better hands, faster, more explosive, more decisive. He, he sounds like a completely different player at that point. If you're just that much better, but he just I, I don't, what, I don't think that's crazy at all. Um, he does what a running back's asked to do, perfectly. Yes. Um, but I think the one luxury that Chubb has that Henry doesn't is efficiency and carries where like you could sub him out and then you put Kareem Hunt in who is I think another top 10 running back in the NFL. Well, Henry just gotta Henry just gotta keep going and keep going all him even though his backup I don't remember his name please forgive me but his backup uh did have a good game in the divisional round last year. Dante Hopefully or something like that. yes uh yes his last name was Foreman I believe he had an insane Henry esque run against the Bengals. I hope he can get more time so Henry could be a little more efficient, and we could see his prime last a little longer. I don't think you. I don't think you're wrong whatsoever. These guys are super close. I just think Taylor and Henry are just a little bit above uh, Chubb. Chubb could easily be won by the end of this year, though. AFC is stacked with backs, and I think we can confirm whoever comes out of the vertical side of things is beating Austin Eckler and Javante Williams. Um, oh yeah. Uh- that Titans drafted uh, Hassan Haskins, uh, Michigan running back. He's a dog. Mm. He, Henry right. might lose some carries this year to Hassan Haskins, which is good for him. But actually. that's not a bad. Um, yeah, exactly. People think, oh, he like running back committee by committee is not always a bad thing, nor is it always as by committee as you think. Like, yeah. well, it's not by committee yeah, here. Um, like Chubb, Chubb and Hunt are technically a committee. The two and and um, who is the third guy who came in? Ernest Johnson. Yeah, like the three of them all look like all pros behind that Browns offensive line, but Chubb is just a little different than them too. You he can makes, tell he, he's he makes the runs guy. crazy, easy. He like looks so easy, and he just looks like the short stubby kid on the field. But no, he's like actually electric, and he can do anything he wants on the field. But yeah, AFC running backs, I think we can both agree, our top three is in some order of Henry Taylor Chubb. And they clear it from uh, the West. They they take it from anyone in the West. So it doesn't. Honestly, matter. I think I think Joe Mixon would take it from anyone in any other like division division yep. as well outside of the top three. So I agree. mine will be Henry Taylor, Chubb Mixon, and mine would I be. Guess I would go. And Chubb. honestly, by the end of the year, Najee Harris, or no, be- sorry, Najee Harris or J.K. Dobbins. And mine goes um, Chubb, Henry, Taylor. H- Taylor's going to take that two spot, maybe even one, honestly. Uh, and then I go Eckler, Javante Williams, Najee. Well, I, Mixon's solid. there, too. Mixon's there, too. Um, it, I think it, Mixon's AFC is before that. so, so stacked. Yeah. Forgot running about Mixon. Back, Mixon. Running back has become so undervalued. Maybe for the right reasons, but don't pay running backs though. Never pay running don't, backs. Don't pay them. Just draft them well. 
Yeah. Draft your Steelers own line well. Done, Steelers well, have done yep. it for like 18 years. They've drafted yep. running And the so Eagles well. are, are currently doing that. That's why Boston Scott is still in the NFL. Yep. Moving on to the NFC. We're going to be picking our division winners as it went last week. Um, lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Essentially, we're just picking our winner. If we think they have a wild card, we'll say it. Danny. NFC North, who do you got? Winner. I got the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers will not fall off his mountaintop yet. Even though he just got his first tattoo of a lion, he might be foreshadowing that he's going to be the future Lions quarterback. I'm no, kidding. He's just going to he's, he's just going to play the cowardly lion in the uh, in the in the new Wizard of Oz. He's going to score on them and go, "I own you." Um and just like he did to the Bears. So he, the next tattoo he's going to get is of a bear. No, he was so, hanging out with Kyrie Irving before he got that damn thing. It looks horrible. Probably. I think his tattoo is really cool. But this is not what we're talking about. Aaron Rodgers Looks is like something off Gravity Falls. Back-to-back, two-time MVP. Back-to-back there. If he can get it done in the playoffs, he'd be a heck of a guy. But he can't. Um, I still think they win the division. I don't think the Vikings make the wild card. I think the Lions can compete for a wild card. I think the Vikings can and the Bears uh, might go get ready for that one pick. Might go get that 17. one pick. Yeah, they're get pretty bad. Get that one pick. Um, I agree. Packers are winning division. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the baddest men on the planet. I do think the Vikings will make the playoffs. New coach, pass heavy, getting Justin Jefferson involved. Danny said he was going to be. He's the number one receiver in the NFL. It just, just it could be true after the end of this year if he's getting more touches. As long as Kirk Cousins doesn't Kirk Cousins. Agreed. Hard to say that won't happen. I do have them making the sixth seed as a wild card. I'll go first with the South. I think we can both agree. Tampa Bay is getting the division. I don't have a wild card for them. Do you? I have the Saints. I have the Saints making the playoffs. Um, I think they're a really good team. Um, I, I don't think it matters that Alvin Kamara is out. I think they're a pass-heavy team at Anyway, with Alave and Landry and Michael Thomas, um, I think we can see this team legitimately at the Eagles' downfall because they have the Saints' first-round pick. Um, this team might make a playoff run. I think it all depends on James Winston, of course. It depends which one you're getting because, mind you, if a quarterback throws for 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards, He's a pretty elite, but if he also throws for 30 interceptions, he's not that elite. Here's the thing. Uh, he looked really good before he tore his ACL. He looked really good. I agree. Really they, they, were five and, they were 5-2 and two before he tore his ACL. They were looking real good. Probably going to win. Going to go to the playoffs. They could have missed, maybe messed around with a division. I don't know. Uh, but I don't see them making they the playoffs. They surely would have done a better job um, than, the, than the Cardinals did in the playoffs because the Cardinals looked really bad. I think our high school's bar, junior varsity team could have done better than the goddamn Cardinals because they just refused to show up. Now, moving on Consistently. to the NFCs, my beloved Eagles are going to win the division and no one else is making it out of there. It's going to be brutal. 
Um, I just, I just think Jalen Hurts is the only question on offense that this team has. Uh, the only really questions are quarterback and safety, but I think Jalen Hurts just solves all the questions about him, and he puts together like a very good MVP esque argument. I don't think he'll win it, but like he'll be. There'll be like a couple weeks in the seat, like last year with Jonathan Taylor. They're like, oh, is he the MVP? He'll do one of them. It's going to be a couple weeks where people are like, damn, could he, could he win MVP? And then yeah. Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers agree. Just runs away with it. But yeah. The Eagles are going to win the division. I think they go 12 and 5, 11 and 6, something like that. And they barely skave it out over the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to be right with them. People want to say, oh, the Cowboys are making a playoffs, yada, yada, yada. They still are a really good team. As much as you want to I say, agree. They have, I agree. They have, paper, top five, they have a top five edge in football. They have a top 12 to 15 quarterback. They have one of the best running back rooms. They have a top 15 receiver. I don't know how it's, to explain that. Their running back room is slept on. It's insane. Their running back Just room be, is really Ezekiel good. Ezekiel Elliott isn't who he once was. But Tony Pollard has only been getting better. You split the tips. You get uh, split the touches. You get more efficient carries. Uh, I just don't see him making the playoffs just because I only think one team scaves out of this alive. And the, I, th- I think the Cowboys and, make it as a and uh, the West. Wild card. The West could get the West could get very, very wicked sneaky. Yes. Wild, wild my division, West. my division winner for them is the 49ers. I think with the upgraded quarterback play that I expect from Trey Lance uh, to happen as long as Debo's still there. Rams make the five seed and I believe the Cardinals make the seventh seed. Uh, and the Seahawks will be duking it out with the Chicago Bears for whoever gets Bryce Young. Well, hopefully the Bears aren't dumb enough to do that. But This is where I say this is the first time we disagreed in who's winning the division. I think the Rams are going to come back and win the division again. That's a valid pick. I mean, I, I just want to go with the Niners because their only downplay, their only downside really was just quarterback play. I agree. Uh, Kittle was out a little bit of the year last year. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think their defense is as good as it used to be. Um, still Bosa, which is good. Um, their secondary is kind of eh. They lost Tart. Uh, their linebacker room is kind of eh. They they, they lost their linebacker room is kind of eh. So outside Fred, of their de- Fred Warner, will keep it alive. Fred Warner is like the only reason their linebacker room is like not eh. But that's uh, all you need. And that is all you need. Same thing in Indianapolis. I mean, Darius Leonard, I mean, he's not like the greatest pass coverage guy, but he's so elite in the run. They have they have Bobby Ekariki or something like that. He's pretty good. Um so that's in Indianapolis. But no, I think the the Niners make the playoffs. I think it's gonna be the same situation as last year. Coming down to that week seventeen game, week eighteen game where you're like, Wow, uh this game matters. That's going to be a blast. It really and is. It sucks to see the Cardinals not make the playoffs because I think that's not going to happen. But I think Kingsbury is going to get fired. They said Kyler and the Cardinals are on good terms. I hope you, I actually hope the Cardinals make the playoffs and the Saints don't because that's good for the Eagles. I'm not an Eagles fan, technically. I support them, though. But I hope the Saints don't make the playoffs. I hope the Eagles can get a good pick there. And I hope the Cardinals make the playoffs because that team, if they can show up, Watch out! First six weeks of the season, first six weeks of the weeks of the season, people are like, 
NFC favorites. And then after that, they're... first 11 weeks, man. Didn't they play the Packers they... when they were 11 and 0? No, they were seven and nine. 0. And... This, I... Yeah, I think they were seven and 0 because the Packers were, I believe, six and one at the time. Yeah, uh, it was, it was on the way out to West Virginia. So I think the end of October. So something like week seven, yeah, week so, eight. So, so you're right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, it's. So the rundown of my playoff picture, I have the Niners as the one seed. Um, Niners one seed, Eagles two seed, Packers three seed, Bucks four seed, Rams five seed, Vikings six seed, and Cards seventh seed right outside, Cowboys, Saints, Lions, and Washington. I like that. I like Washington a lot. Um I think Washington has a chance to back through the division, but I don't think they will. I think they're kind of steps be- a couple steps behind at quarterback. Uh, but my my division rocks out like this. I have the Green Bay Packers getting the first round by, the Eagles taking the two seed, the Bucks taking the three seed, Rams taking the four seed, five seed going to none other than the 49ers, six seed going to the Cowboys seven seed going to the Saints. Yeah, well, uh, a, a team that is not sneak, sneaky and I don't think has any strengths necessarily. Uh, Carolina Panthers, they could realistically go one and sixteen this year. That Man, one would be week one because Baker Mayfield's about to pop out for one game. I don't think you realize that their defense is really young. Their D line's really good. Yeah, their and J.C. Horn. Bro, they're cool. I think, their I think calling and I think calling any room of theirs good is a stretch. I do like JC Horn a lot. They have Brian Burns. Brian Burns is a really good edge. Um JC Horn's really good. I mean it uh what's his name? C- sneaky, CJ Henderson. Sneaky ten seed. Sneaky ten seed. Jeremy Chin. Their defense, if there's gonna if their offense is lost any sort Reddick. of they lost Reddick, but uh I think they maintain everybody else other than Stephon Gilmore, which is I don't even count him because he barely played. But uh, I don't know. All I have to say is these Panthers, if Baker can get his head on straight and they get some play to, action going, check down to CMC and then throw a deep bomb to DJ Moore, they might win some games. They'll let, they're definitely going to win more games than the uh, the Falcons. I'll tell you that. Not saying a lot, but uh, yeah, I agree. Moving on to NBA Summer League. Keep it short and sweet. People like to overreact. While overreaction is never what you need, do we do do you think we get anything from Summer League? Does it mean anything? Does it mean much? Does it not? So I think a bad performance in Summer League doesn't mean anything. But a great performance in summer league means something a little bit. Like uh it's kinda I, like I agree. It's kinda it's kinda like the NFL preseason. If a dude that you don't didn't hear of comes in and it was like and puts up 150 yards and three touchdowns in a game, you're like, wow, oh, let me check this guy out. But if a dude comes in and doesn't do anything and he puts up like tw- one catch, 25 yards, and he was drafted first round, you might be like Oh, well, um, he's not drafted to play in the preseason. He's drafted to play in the regular season. So at the end of the day, you don't care what he does in the summer league because that's not going to count on the record sheet. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. And the main person I was thinking of on this one was Trey Young because Trey Young, as we all know, got into a horrendous summer league. And people were like, oh, like, look, his game doesn't translate. And I'm just like, his game is a matter of hitting shots. And do you think his shots aren't going to fall for long? Now, like Chet, Chet had a pretty good game. And the, the, the haters will obviously say like, oh, it's just summer league. And I was like, well, uh, if he looks like an all pro during summer league, he's probably going to look like a pretty decent rookie uh, in, in the NBA. Um I'd agree. It doesn't mean much for bad performances. Uh, guys are getting their feet under them, but and some people just simply play better against better talent, and maybe the better pace of the game and the fans and a lot of things goes into it, and they have more time. But a good performance it lets you know, I'm like, all right, he's here. He's here early. Uh, he's gonna be okay. Um, so yeah, quick little two make segment. Summer League, good performance matters. Bad performance doesn't matter. Don't react to Summer League, uh, except when JD Don't Davison. Overreact. I think you can except react when JD Davison gets Summer League MVP. So uh, then you, you can, can react overreact. to Summer League. Just don't overreact to anything because it doesn't really mean much. Overreact if it's JD Davison. Speaking of JD Davison, he's a Celtic. Speaking of Celtics, they had this point guard called Kyrie Irving once upon a time, and now he plays for the Nets. Speaking of the Nets, their two stars, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, they won out. Now, I yeah, have already made a video about where I think Katie should go. So I'm going to leave that floor for Daniel. Daniel, should Kevin Durant stay or should he go? If he should go, where should he go? Give me two spots. Personally, with the TJ Warren signing, I think Kevin Durant should leave. <laughs> um, no, nah, he should not be. He's going to take, wow. take all his minutes. Bubble Warren. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, that team isn't built to beat teams in the East at this point. Um, I don't think they're going to beat teams in the East. Uh, I think they're better off trading them at this point. At you need to find someone who's going to be able to compete without trade with trading for them. Because if you're going to ask for like an arm and a leg, they, I heard the Suns offered Aiton, Macau Bridges, Cam Johnson, and fu- and Five first, and they said no. They want the greatest come get back ever, and I don't blame and them. This is, this is probably the biggest star to ever truly hit the market. I, I get like it, Kobe, Kobe like, hit the market, but like you can't was his player power. If at that point you're you're gonna make KD mad, yeah, and he's gonna um, sit out, and then his trade value drops, and then you're gonna not then you're not gonna get any first. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to get some. But, but um, I think what they need to do is tr- – so it's going to – what they should do first is trade Kyrie Irving because um, then a team can kind of see what they want from Kyrie and give a little bit more for KD. I see. So well, where do you think these guys should go? Where do I think KD should go? KD, if it wasn't for the – 76ers because I want him to come here, but I don't want him to give him Maxi. I think he should go back to the Warriors. Jordan Poole, Kaminga, Anthony, uh, what's it called? Wiggins. And you got Wiseman, that package right there. Add for a couple firsts. It sucks to see Poole go. Here's the thing Poole, Kaminga, Moody. That is a, and Wiseman. Those are four young players you can stick with and develop. If you're the Sixers, all you have to do is give up Tyrese Maxey. That's it. 
That yeah, is it. Tyrese, I don't know why. Tyrese why would you and, not? Uh, Tyrese Maxey at no point in his career will be better than Kevin Durant right now. Make the move. And Bede is in the middle of his prime. Okay, one thing I never time. What, I, what I don't get about KD is that he wanted, if he goes to the Heat, he wants them to retain Kyle Lowry, which I don't get. <laughs> he likes him. I don't know. Because <laughs> then he would be playing with another top five point guard from our era. That's why. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Kyle number Lowry five. Is not a top, he's not Kyle a top Lowry, guard. That, 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 that straight sarcasm. Um, I hope so. But no. No, it's not true. He's probably top 20 in this era, which is fine. Um, top 10. I would say top 10 in this era. Yeah, him and Demar. Yeah. Probably back end of top ten uh, if he's so, yeah but, uh, like ten and he's kicking it with like Mike Conley a little above, but like he definitely better than Mike Conley. Yeah, I don't, Conley. I don't know if I'm you. If I was, if I'm Sixers front office, Matisse, Matisse, Tobias, uh, Maxi, any amount of picks you want, because they've been through I love the mud. Maxie, man. I love Maxi. He, he, he embodies. Are you Philly. gonna? Are you gonna but, let your? Are you gonna let but, your love for a player avoid a championship? Ready. I loved Russell Westbrook for the longest time, but like that doesn't mean I wouldn't trade him for uh, Steph Curry. So at this point, I love Tyrese Maxi, but at the same time, go trade for Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you think the so let let's look at it. How many teams got an asset? They're like, oh, trade for Kevin Durant. You're like, mm, well, I don't know. Think about it like this: Jalen Brown, right here, right here, Jalen Brown. That is the main trade asset the Celtics would use if they wanted to get Kevin Durant. Ask yourself: Could Jalen Brown at any point in his career be better than Kevin Durant is right now? Yes. Yes. Could Maxi? Probably not. Could Pool? Probably not. Here's what um, I'll say. Um, I think the Nets might be hesitant to trade with the Sixers again. And it's for the reason that you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So, like, when the Sixers and Embiid's time is up, they're going to hope one of these draft picks is going to be decent. And exactly. if they trade with the Sixers again, they're getting they're getting a team's draft pick and hoping that they fail consistently for the next, like, Well, years. they might. I mean, the Sixers already could. gave up a lot of their picks, too. So I don't know if they the could too, want to deal like, again. Do you want to give up and see your draft picks consistently falling from 20 to 30 over the next eight years? Because, like, is KD really was Well, worth, they get like, the picks, the later picks. That's what teams no. usually do. They get, like, the couple – they. The, kick, the picks don't kick in until like two or three years later. They're saying 24, 26, and 28. 26. 20, 24 could even be, be good. But two years from now, the, the NBA, things change overnight. So I agree. Um, so, well, your KD hard landing, surely, so your KD landing. Hard and surely might not be there in two years. So, um, so your KD landing spots are Philly. And then you said... The Warriors and the Heat. The Warriors and the Warriors and the Heat. I think those are good landing spots. Uh, but we got to quickly go over Kyrie. I think we both think L.A. with – I don't know how the package gets done, but with he belongs with LeBron James as uh, – that's what it seems like. I agree. Uh, 
Um, and I also think Kyrie Irving would fit well running the two guard in Boston. He could do that. Um, I also don't know what the package is there to get done. I think Smart needs to be included if that happens, and then he plays the one. Yeah. But yeah. Or that Brock play the one. I think Kyrie might have a spot. If the Sixers don't trade for... KD. Here's my question. Do you trade Tyrese Maxey for, for Kyrie Irving? Because I would. But a lot of Sixers fans I, probably say I, no. I wouldn't. Because... Harden and Kyrie already didn't work once. That's true. Um, I wouldn't do it. Kyrie is the better player. Tyrese Maxey will probably never be better than Kyrie Irving is right now. But it's a little different than the Kevin Durant one. Kevin I Durant agree with that, Kevin, actually. So, yeah. Kevin Durant could fit on any team in the NBA. And I'll just be Kim. Me personally, I do think they should just running back. They are 17 points away from probably being in the NBA Finals. They just Winning lost the four NBA clubs. Finals. Being in the NBA Finals. But the they just got etched out by the Boston Celtics in four straight games. And um, I don't know. Who, wait, who is it that told you that the Celtics were going to sweep the Nets in, like, game two? Someone uh, commented. Jacob, Jake, Jacob said that. But I'm the originator of I said Celtics in four. So I'm the yeah. originator. You are the now, originator of that. Last last little segment. First of all, we have to determine a hot dog eating a, a sport. It definitely is. Um, yeah, I would say because like power lifters and, and, and bodybuilders, they have like one competition a year. Joey Chestnut shows out one time a year on the day of freedom. Who's to tell him what's a sport or not? Puts down 63 glizzies, chokes someone out on a, on a fucking broken foot. That's a top 10 athlete of all time. Top ten performance, man. Top t- that is a le- that is a flu game performance. That is his MJ. Man. You know what I miss? I miss the, miss the NFL Instagram posting those highlight uh, accolades. Is like 120 yards. They're gonna be like 63 glizzies. Choke. Oh, up, like man. the back of the jerseys. Yes, yeah. we need one of them. Choke For someone Joey out Chestnut. on the broken foot. 63 glizzies, and that's one of his worst performances. And he blew mm-hmm. away the competition. Why do 20, you people even show 20. up? What do you just want free hot dogs? Joey Chestnut isn't out here just for some free hot dogs. He's here to fuck the game up. That's what y'all yeah. don't even understand. He's a top ten athlete of all time. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, uh, Babe Ruth. Next year, uh, we're adding Gretzky, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut Christian, is going to be wearing Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi. Joey Chestnut is my nine. Chestnut is wearing that number twenty three next year when he goes on stage. Has to he be. better because he's certified goaded. Yeah, I agree. Now, There's no better way to end the episode. In. Yeah, no better way than discussing is hot dog eating a sport and is Joey Chestnut a top ten athlete of all time? Both is a fat yes. Now, thank you guys for tuning in, guys. Tomorrow, uh, I will be recording on F and Sports with Parker Ainsworth. So. When that drops, tune into that as well. This will be up at 10 a.m. tomorrow, Thursday, whenever you're watching this. Uh, Make sure you download, like, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Keep showing this podcast love. We really appreciate it. Um, Make sure you give us five-star reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Very much appreciated. Uh, Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you guys have a good day. Peace.
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.